The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Ready! With Montgomery on first and ten, he's running back in a hole, and then he's off with a nice step on, and it's a foot race down the sideline. Jackson in pursuit. Red in pursuit. He's gone to the house. In the yard. Touchdown run. Second down and five to Johnson and stuck right there by Mack who tears the ball away. That's a fumble and it's Chicago's ball. Trubisky a perfect seven of seven. And he goes to the end zone and caught for a touchdown. Jimmy Graham grabs another. First and goal. Watson trying to get around Mingo to the end zone and a catch by QT. Touchdown. Through again, they got him, and it's Mack with a safety. Big time hit, Khalil Mack. And it's a first and ten, and outside they go. Mooney looking for a block, and he gets one from his other receiver, Robinson, to the pylon. Touchdown! One timeout for the Bears. Demetrius Harris up top left, and they got the touchdown. That's caught by Robinson. Three-yard touchdown reception. Third touchdown pass in the first half by Trubisky. Romeo, you guys were down uh, 37 at halftime, and then it's 33-7 going into the fourth quarter. Uh, did you consider at all taking Deshaun out of that game, especially when he was he was taking those those really hard hits? Well, hey, this game is called football, and there are hard hits that occur in the game. And when you're at the quarterback, you're going to take some of them. But uh, – we decided to leave him in the game and let him finish the game. Deshaun, with you guys eliminated and you taking all the hits that you've taken, is there a bigger picture conversation to have about about you playing and how much you should be out there taking hits? No, I'm a play. <laughs> That's my job. I got to be out there every every game. I'm not looking forward to throwing the books or you know book a vacation right now. We got three more games. You know, I got too much pride and respect for myself and this organization and this team to, to go out there and just get embarrassed again or lose. So my job is to go out there and play, you know, to the fullest and, and try to get these W's. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Was that game we saw yesterday really called football? And, uh, yeah, you might want to think about that, Deshaun. Hey, let's do this. It's a Monday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart. Aaron Ravel the Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780. ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Same as the main number. You can also watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Monday. Hope everybody had an awesome weekend. We're going to have an awesome week. Let's do it. Man, I really enjoyed hearing that one Texans highlight in Hell there. Hell yeah, brother. Hey, baby, it ain't it ain't easy scoring touchdowns in the National Football League. I can tell you from experience, brother, but when you do, man, it feels 
damn good. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much time we even need to spend on this nonsense. I mean, I I, I, I was kind of I had mixed feelings about it coming in because the reality is there's nothing about that game that we learned anything. I mean, except for one thing. I, I think that's the first time I've actually seen them quit. Oh, they quit. And they, 100% and, yeah. they quit. And that, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I probably would have quit too if I were them. But, uh, you know, I, I it, it kind of gets back to, you know, cleaning everybody out and all the stuff that came out about uh, Jesus Easterby last week. For, forget all that stuff. Isn't he supposed to be a character coach? Yeah. Um, did they show you any character yesterday? Uh, oof. No. <laughs> right. No, I didn't see any. Uh, I didn't either. Uh, so maybe, maybe you have cartoon characters, maybe. Oh, yeah, not good ones. <laughs> Listen, like Ren and Stimpy, maybe. This was, it, it was, it was easily the most embarrassing performance of the season. And this, that's a season that's had a lot of embarrassing days. This was the worst, right? Right. I, I mean, I, I don't, it, most, I mean, most of their other embarrassing games have at least come against healthy competition. Yeah, good good teams. I mean, the Not Bears Mitch are like, Trubisky's. The Bears have fallen apart. Like they they've they've crumbled, uh, and somehow the Texans made them look like world beaters. Somehow, well, and, and remember they were the the Bears defense, which was supposed to be so good, they weren't getting sacks, they weren't it's getting turnovers. Good. What did they do yesterday? They got all that stuff. And that, I heard John Granado this morning. Some guy called in, and which, by the way, the guy calling in, even comparing Mitch, Mitch Trubisky and uh, Deshaun is ridiculous. But John said, hey, he had to go against the Bears defense. I hate to break it to you. This Bears defense is a shell of what it was in the first yeah. couple weeks. A shell. They, coming into yesterday, they'd given up 75 points in the, in the previous two games. The Lions scored like <laughs> 45 points on them. It, it's... I mean, it, the Bears' defense was not good. The Texans just made them look good. The Bears' offense is not good. The Texans' defense just made them look good. And honestly, my my biggest takeaway from that entire game was that this. I, I get that Deshaun is good. I, I'm not. I'm not arguing it one bit. If I were a GM or a head coach. I look at this roster, and if you take away the quarterback position, this might be the worst roster in the league. It is Jets-like. There's no question. I think there's more There's more players on the Jets that I'd be like, okay, I can use that guy. He's functional. Yeah, I, I, I think that, well, there's some guys, like Whitney Merciless, not scratching the second game in a row. Terrible. I mean, that's just unacceptable. And then, look, Watson didn't play well yesterday. Watson, no, Watson was horrible yesterday. And, held, and almost every one of those sacks was on him. And by the way, two weeks in a row, you give up a safety. You can't give up a safety. Come on, man. That's just you know that you have. That's just lack of awareness. And uh, it, it was just it, it was a hard watch, especially if you're uh, uh, Cal McNair's wife. Apparently, oh yeah, tough for her. <laughs> that and that look on her face was like, God. Not only do I have to be married to this guy for his money, this is the team I have to watch. And, and half glass full guy yesterday on twitter.com was saying well at least we found a receiver in chad hansen i got news for you man the practice squad white guy ain't or he ain't a real receiver this isn't an answer you haven't found some kind of gold i'm telling you now 
this is a this is a blip on the radar, and then he's going to turn back into a pumpkin. If he had the juice, we would have known years ago. He's like, not the equivalent of Arian Foster when everybody went, who the hell is this kid out of tennis? Oh, uh, crap. Look at this guy. No. You know what, though? Arian Foster was a baller in college. Yeah, like, he, he, he came in with, with a – I mean, it was surprising that he wasn't drafted. He was a fumbler his last year, and there were some off-field issues, and, and, Chad and that's Hans- why he wasn't. And Chad Hansen was drafted. Yeah. Yeah, it's just – I mean – It was a fourth-round pick. I mean – Yeah. It, and sometimes it takes guys a while, but at best you've got a fourth receiver for next year. Yes. And – uh, Kiki Kuti, I mean, you see him fumble on that play, and it's like, oh, well, maybe that's why Bill O'Brien didn't want him on the field, because he continues to have fumbling problems. Yeah, that's, that's not new. I mean, with as few a touch as he's had to have two fumbles this year, come on, not acceptable. Uh, and, it, it, the, the defense is just littered, littered with guys who should not be in the NFL. I, 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 I mean... There was some good things we saw yesterday, like Eric Murray had a couple sacks. Uh, Eric Murray also just was useless in coverage. But why why do they have him covering wide receivers? I guess because their corners are so bad, they have no choice. I mean, like I said, if you take away the quarterback position, there may be, and you can answer this, Fred, how many many guys on on this team are... Above average, like if you say Oof. you stack rank thirty-two guys at their position, because I can give you, I, I think they have several average guys. No, I want guys who are, are are above average. Say like top twelve at their specific position. Well, I think top twenty is probably above average when you think about thirty-two teams in the league. I'm thinking and, about position but, for position. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's two receivers on the field for each team. Okay, number one so. wide receiver versus number one wide receiver. Like, is he an above average no. number one wideout? Is is like Laramie Tunsil is an above average left tackle. We agree with that. Yeah, I, I think JJ Watt even now is an above average defensive end. Agreed. Is there anybody else position for position? If you stack rank them, thirty two guys at that position, that's like certainly considered above average. I don't know that there's a guy. No, there's there's guys who have above average games. Like Adams yes. has had some above average games. Sure. Um. Cunningham has had some above average games, although not as many. And he had a, he had a stretch where he had about three good games in a row, and now he's back to being garbage. Um, so, like Cunningham, to me, those guys fall into the average category. Yeah, for yeah, me. I think they're average. Most uh, of the guys are below average. Uh, yeah, there's a lot but, of them that are below average. Are Any, few- anybody who's playing corner right now, I'm not sure there's a corner on this roster that belongs in the NFL. And and I got news for you. Like you could say, well, when we get healthy, Will Fuller, William Fuller, the fifteenth is a below-average number one wide receiver in the NFL. He just is. Brandon Cooks is a below-average number two wide receiver in the NFL. So uh, even when they're healthy, it's just a miserable, miserable roster. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's some things that can be fixed because you have enough averageness uh, <laughs> that, you know, and, and again, average in the NFL can get you seven wins. It can. And so I, I do think it's it's fixable. But the, you, but you've got to be average. Like you're talking about, if you if you say okay, take all your your above average guys, weigh them against your below average guys. Like you're so lopsided. You need to be at least be yeah. average as a whole. And right now, this team's not close to that. No, I, I. But I do think I think a lot of it has to do with coaching. I think this offensive line has never had a good coach. I think you put somebody in there who knows oh, anything. Fulton about was it. another guy I wanted to throw on the trash can list. Yeah. 
Oof. Oh, God. And and they all rubbed off on Tunsil yesterday. You had yeah. his worst game of the season. Well, he was targeted for some penalties, too. Of course, he always is. <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I mean, I think that that's the thing. that This team is so poorly coached on both sides of the ball that, you know, and, and defensively, they were starting to do some things to look better. It's just you can't you can't win in the NFL with no cornerbacks. It's just impossible. And no pass rush or very little pass rush. And and then well, once they gave up that, I don't know how you give up an 80-yard run on the first the play. First play of the, oh, my God. But once they did that and then the Duke Johnson fumble, you could just see the whole over. team quit. You could see the whole team quit. And, and this is a below-average Bears team. They've got some play. Like, they've got Khalil Mack. He's a, he's a special player. But, like, David Montgomery's not good. No. Like, you know, Allen Robinson is probably an average, maybe a little below average, number one wide receiver. You made him look like Randy Moss yeah, yesterday. He, I mean, he does better when Trubisky's in, but he never does that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, ju- there was just nothing. There was no life from this team. And honestly, I, I you know, they won't do it because it would cost them money. But I, I would just tell Romeo Cornell, listen, dude, we don't need you for the rest of the year. Go ahead. We'll find someone else to be the interim head coach. I don't I don't know who it could be. Yeah, they don't have anybody on that else. staff who could be a head coach. But they I mean, quit that's, on Romeo. that's the problem. Yeah, they did. And they've also quit on their offensive and defensive coordinators. So how do you promote one of those guys? All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is The Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys. Guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Texter asked, screw the Texans, did the nephew win his game? No, they got rubbed. Oh, really? Yeah, they, uh, they were undefeated going into that game. They were, I guess they were the favorites all year long, and the team they were playing they'd already beat this year. And um, they had, I, I, I guess it makes sense. They had like three injuries to starters. Yeah, six man football. Oh, three injuries is a big deal. Uh, yeah, that's because like, you got guys playing both ways too. Yeah, so it's almost half, like that's half of the guys on yeah. the field. It was half the guys on the is field. That, let's see, three carry the two of the six. Yeah, that's that's half your players. Yeah, so they uh, they got thumped that unfortunately. Sucks. 
So that's still a hell of a season to get that far. Yes, congratulations to the Texas School of the Deaf who beat them. Those uh, guys win that thing a lot. They apparently do, and yeah. it's crazy. They have like this giant drum on the sideline. That's their snap count. Oh, really? And it, but I was like, listen, I ain't a football coach, but they're snapping it on the second drum beat every time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe figure that out. They should have gone and told the coach that, man. Well, hey, listen, not, not my business, there. but uh, they're going on the second. Should have walked <laughs> over there and been like, I'm your new D.C. Uh, just, who's that guy? Fire him. I got this. The uh, the people on Twitch want me to do a uh, a stoned column on the Texans. I, I might as well. There's only three games left. They don't mean anything. I, basically, this week I gave him advice instead of doing observations because there was nothing to observe. Yeah. Except that they were just, it was just awful. And um, the the other thing, too, that's kind of funny I don't want to say we were ahead of the curve or anything. Do you know what the big topic over on the Texans channel is today? <laughs> Should Deshaun Watson sit? Yes. That's a big topic everywhere, I guess. Uh, yeah. Guess guess who was on that really? You were on it two weeks ago. I actually wrote my column on it last week. Well, you, the, listen, again, it was Lamont who brought that up yeah. to me. And I was like, yeah. you know, that's a really good idea. Well, and that's the thing. When I first heard it, I'm like, no, nah, you're not going to do it. And I started thinking about it. I go, man, that makes a lot I of sense. Oh, by the way, Tunsil, too. Because like I said, if you're a GM and you're looking at this job, you look at this roster, it's like, what? There's one thing that's valuable there. Don't let that thing. And then when he when he got banged up, he didn't get injured, luckily. But it looked like he could have been that, injured. And see, that's another thing. When that happened, you should have left him out of the game. There's no, no point reason. in him being in there anyway. No reason. And then you just back. say, all right, you know what? He's got an elbow ding. We're sitting him for the season. Yeah. That's what they should have done. No reason to bring him back in that game. Now, even if you don't want to sit him for the rest of the season, he was like—I guess he said his 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 uh, wrist and hand went numb and they were stinging. Okay, you're done for the day. Sounds like the COVID. Sorry, bro, you're yep. done for the day. And it's not—you know—it's not ridiculous. It's—they weren't winning that game. They knew they weren't winning that game. Well, it, it, they're so inconsistent too, and this is something that falls on Romeo. If you're going to come out and just run the ball for like seven, a 17 play, eight minute drive. You're trying to get the game over with. And so why are you leaving Deshaun in after that? And that's the perfect time to take him out because McCarron came in and of course he had no chance, but on his one play. But I mean, if you're trying to if, run eight minutes off the clock, you're trying to get the game over. Then what the hell are you doing putting Watson back out there and getting him sacked again on the last play? Yeah. So. You guys want to get in, 713-780-ESPN, your number, 713-780-3776. Rosai says AJ's opinions are like Max Kellerman's wrong and irrelevant. What What have I, I – I'm curious. I'm, I'm really curious. What have I said that's wrong today? Is it about the the Texans roster being below average? I, I, I want to I'm, – I'm genuinely curious, Rosé. What was I wrong about? Because if, if you – I'm sure you're a Texans fan – and if you think this team is even average, you're you're a sucker. You're you're what they're, you're a mark. You're what they're making money off of, because you're a, you're dopey enough to think that they're doing everything they can, and they're real real close. They 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 feed off guys like you, because you're you're a, you're a sucker. And if if that's the case, fine. I, I mean, it doesn't bother me. If, that there's there's fans of that, fans of every franchise are that way. Like they're. There yeah. are literally Jets fans who think we'll get a new coach, Trevor Lawrence, everything will be fixed. 
No. Okay. You better get some weapons around him. That's a long road to... Frank Gore is your running back. Frank Gore, who's like 72 years old. There's, There's irrational fans in every sport for every team. I get it. But if you are okay with the state of the Texans right now, and you really think... Oh, they're just a piece or two away from from being right, and every GM and coach should know that. You're delusional. You really are. Yeah, I I think they can be fixed sooner than you do. I think if, if but again, it goes back to are they going to hire the right guy? And everything I keep hearing, as long as Jack Easterby's still there, I don't think they're getting the right guy. I don't. I would you want to work with that? After did you After read all that, that report? Yeah, yeah. No one wants to work with him. And then I, I think it's uh, – is it true that Jack Easterby gave money to Black Lives Matter this weekend? I saw a tweet floating around about that. I, I don't know if it's if it's accurate or not. I didn't fact check I, it. I'm, I'm guessing no. That sounds like a joke. Okay. Because I saw that he gave money to Black Lives Matter, and I was like, what? Eh. It's really odd and really uh, weird timing. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't – but, uh, Sebastian, is there anyone else on the roster you consider sitting in order to hopefully get some trade no, value? No, Watson, Tunsil. No, I, you I'd, don't... I'd sit J.J. so that he doesn't get hurt so you can trade him. Yeah, I mean, and J.J.'s a guy who's been hurt a lot, but uh... – hey, And you want to talk about a guy that looked like he didn't want to be out there in that game yesterday either. He's on the sideline mouthing. I don't want to do this bleep anymore. I, I don't want to do this. I don't blame him. I feel I feel so bad for him because of, of you know, there, there's a, you know, like Watson's got a, a full career left ahead of him, which may or may not be a good thing uh, at this point. But J.J.'s given a lot to this franchise. And you would think by now they'd be in a better place than when they drafted him. Yet somehow they're worse than they were when they got him. And it's no fault of his. But it's just, it, it, I, I don't blame him, man. I, I, I want, I want, at this point, I want them to let him go. Like, let him get out of there. Let him, let him find a home. You know, he's, he's like a, uh, he's like a malnourished dog chained up in somebody's backyard. And I just want someone to put him in a home where he's going to be loved and he's going to be fed every day and, and get And pets. they'll actually take him out for a walk he'll and get, not let him poop in the house. Yeah, he'll yeah. get pets and belly rubs. And and he'll just be ha- they'll they'll give him some deworming medicine. I mean, there's there he'll be happy. He'll he'll live out his he'll live out his years in a happy home. But no, the Texans are intent on keeping him chained up in the backyard, like where his his water bowl is about I don't know six inches from the end of his chain, so he can't quite reach it. And it's summer and it's blazing hot, and he just wants that water bowl. Of that 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 they haven't cleaned out the water bowl in forever, so there's like mildew at the bottom. But he he's so thirsty that he'd take anything at this point. But he can't quite reach. That's that's JJ Watt now. He's just sitting out For the there love hoping of God get him adopted. It's just like he's sitting out there hoping it rains, yes. so he can stick his tongue out uh, and drink. Uh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, uh, this is this is how pathetic it's gotten. Like uh, somebody on Twitch says, why do Texan hosts always talk bleep about the Jets? First off, I don't know where you're getting Texan We're not hosts Texans from. Hosts. And okay. by the way, you are winless. You were the yes. worst team in the league. You can't be like, oh, don't badmouth my team, bro. You're going zero and sixteen. Yeah, he's like, Jets, Whoa, are, the goes, Jets are real close. Yeah, they're real. They're real close to being zero and sixteen. Says Jets are five and three against them bums. Uh, when was that? What year are we talking about? Um, <laughs> what are you this year, brother? 
Oh, my God. I can't believe Jets fan is trying to come out and, and, Jets and talk fan, bleep. Jets fans talking about five and three against dim bums. That's Cowboy fan talking about Super Bowl rings. Yeah. Stop. You are what you are right now, okay? It's ugly. It's and, what you, and the Texans yeah, suck, too. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not like I'm sugarcoating what the Texans are. It's an unmitigated disaster. But the Jets, you can't, you can't be like, oh, don't badmouth the Jets. Dude, that's like I I gave up the most points I've ever given up in an NFL game against the Jets. Guess what happened? I won. Well, <laughs> just saying. That's how bad uh, you are, brother. Yeah, this this is this is hilarious that this has turned into Jets fan trying to defend his team. That's oh, odd. That's an embarrassment to God and everybody. All right, a lot more to get to. Let's do it. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is Heisman Trophy winner Troy Smith, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Go Bucks. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Is there anything, uh, there's really nothing else we need to say about this game, is there? Because there's other stuff to talk about. Yeah, I don't care about the stupid Texans anymore. Talk about your boy James Harden showing up. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I don't know. I, I I'm starting to think. Uh, you know, I'm not starting to think. I, I I feel like at this point you almost have to trade him. They don't have to, obviously, right? But is he going to help your team? Um, my, my guess is no. I, yeah. I, I feel like he's just bitter. He's he does strike me as the kind of guy who'll just quit. Yeah. I mean, and that's uh. And that's not going to do you any good because then, you know, it's just going to lower his trade value if teams yeah. know you have to do it. So, uh, I, I don't know, man. I think, uh, you know, this, it comes out over the week. Oh, he's not impressed with, with the the wall addition and stuff like that. It's like his camp is just leaking What's, all kinds of crap. What is he impressed with? Like, what would impress him? Like, he's picked the last three guys to come in here and be his Robin, and he hasn't won anything. So, I, I, I'm so dis- I, I'm so sick of James Harden. I... This is, more than anything, this is probably my biggest I told you so in Houston sports history. I told you guys, this guy James Harden is cancer. He is a bum. He is poisonous. And you guys, I mean, and he puts up numbers. So it's like, oh, well, he's, he's, he's one of the greatest offensive weapons ever. Fine. You have that. I don't want anything to do with that guy. It's, if, and if you don't realize that now, I mean, he, he's that dude. He's Bill O'Brien. Right. He's basically every he's pointed the finger at everybody else possible and now it's just him standing in the room by himself looking like an idiot, no one else to blame. If you don't if you don't realize that now, you you're the sucker. That guy is a disease. And I don't I I wish the Rockets would find a way to move on from him. I don't need the I don't need those empty ass points. I don't need it. Well, I I would actually They've got some guys now that I would like if he weren't on the team. Sure. I, and even even if Wall and, and Cousins, like, obviously that's not a good enough team to win with. Like, if, if it's just Wall and Cousins and P.J. Tucker, like, I, that's not good enough. I get that. I also don't care at this point. 
Like, I would rather hit reset, be gone with James Harden, have a couple losing seasons, terrible seasons even, miserable seasons, and eventually work your way back into this thing. I just, I want him gone. It, it is it, it is a, a thorn in the side. And if if you're looking to keep him at this point, it's just so you can say, oh, well, we made the playoffs this many years in a row. Because I, I promise you, and I've said this for years and years and years, this isn't Johnny come lately. You are not winning a championship with James Harden here. You're not. Stop thinking you are. Nothing, no, no coaching change. No number two change. Nothing will change that. He is a disease. Uh, can I do a quick shout out? Yes. Um, sorry, there, I ranted. A, no, it's all right. That's all right. I was, I, I knew you would, but uh, there's a new restaurant that's over in, in my neighborhood called Acadian Coast, and it's uh, oysters and um, you know, basically New Orleans style food right across the street from El Tiempo. We went there for uh, dinner last night. Really good. And the uh, beverage director, former intern of ours. Oh, nice. Yeah. In fact, I, I don't, I, I know you don't remember most of the interns, but he was one of my students who came here and, and uh, when we did the bath salt story, he actually came on the air and, uh, and talked about it with us. And now he's, what, uh, what was it? He was talking about what? Remember the bath salt story in Florida? Yeah, yeah, because I, I guess he, he did bath salts. Well, he knew all about him. He said you called him the Doogie Hauser of white trash drugs. And uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, the I, worst memory. Yeah, well, I, I, I vaguely remember, vaguely remember that. Uh, but it was, uh, but now he's all grown up and graduated from UH, and he's good for him. Uh, he's he's got a great uh, uh, liquor menu there too. So uh, anyway, it was cool running into him, and we'll be spending more time there. So if you get a well, chance, check it out. I'll use this opportunity to take credit for all of his success. Uh, hmm. You know, if he worked here with us, then that's probably why probably he... has a lot to do with any success that he's got in his life. Yeah, probably so. That that's how it works. Um, yeah, we went there yesterday after the Texans game and, and rushed back from camping so I could watch that garbage three hours of my life gone because I have to write about it, which I'm kind of wondering if I even need to write about it anymore. I mean, what the hell am I going to say? I've, I've, had, I've had to write the same thing different ways nine times this year. I mean, there's not been one loss. Well, I take it back. The Titans loss and really the Colts loss where you're like, you know what? They were pretty good in those games. Yeah. Those were different. You got the. There were positive losses. There's nothing to take from yesterday. And it's just one of those where you're like, okay, they've quit, goodbye. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I, I don't blame them because it's not like this coaching staff has has done anything to help. And yeah, you know, and, and just get rid of them. Four um, nine asked a question. Just curious to get your guys' thoughts. People for years have talked about the Titans running Henry into the ground, yet he keeps piling up numbers. I realize running backs' lifespans are are usually short, but do you think he may be the exception or no? Uh, so far, he's been an exception. I mean, they have run him into the ground, and it almost always catches up with you. But Derrick Henry's twenty six. But what choice do they have? Either. Yeah, Derrick Henry, like he's not in a, at a point of his career where he would be the exception to the rule. If Derrick Henry, when he's thirty years old, is still running like this, that would make him that, the exception. That would to make the him rule. Adrian Peterson, who was yeah, pretty much because Adrian to... Peterson is the exception to that rule. Yeah, not anymore. Now he's like, oh, now now he's even fallen into that. But yeah, uh, but Derrick Henry's a beast, man, and, and I I enjoy watching him play certainly. But I, again, I don't know how much time he's got left on that. I, I when when his next contract comes up, and he's like, oh, all right, well, I'm ready to be paid into my thirties. Oh, not me. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll be. I, I say this all the time. I'm glad to be the guy. I'm perfectly fine being the guy 
who they say, I can't believe you let that running back walk away at age 30. Look what he's doing now at age 32. Cool. Good for you. I don't want to be the guy taking that chance yeah. because nine times out of 10, I'm right. I'll take that one. If you get the exception to the rule, good for you. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, and if you're the Titans, you have to do that. I mean, that's you have to run him into the ground, and, and just like the Cowboys did with Zeke, you yep. got to run him into the ground. And when they run out, then you have to be ready to, to Well, move but at on. least the Cowboys, ha- I mean, with Dak at least, had a, a passing game. They, they, yeah. With the Titans, it's, I mean, they have a passing game, but it only exists because of Derrick Henry. Right. I feel like Dak and Amari Cooper, like those guys, if Zeke, if, if, if Pollard was behind them instead of Zeke, a healthy Dak, a healthy Amari Cooper, those guys could still get something done. Uh, but yeah, the Titans offense, it, there, there's, I mean, besides maybe the Panthers, there's not a team whose offense is more dependent on one person. Yeah, maybe, well, not even Dalvin Cook, really, because, because I mean, they've got a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. They've, they've got Adam Thielen, like, and, so and you could say Patrick Mahomes, you know, I'll, I'll give you one, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got, he's got a pretty good receiver though. He does. But he, when, even when he doesn't, he yeah, still he makes it something done. happen. Yeah, he's he's a great fantasy quarterback to have on my dad. Um, so keep in mind the first two to three years of Derrick Henry's pro career, he had DeMarco Murray as the lead back. That doesn't matter. Go go look at his usage, usage over the last couple yeah. of years. And historically, and, and Jason Braddock has all those numbers, so make sure you check out uh, Late Hits tonight. Oh, Lamar Jackson's another guy. Pretty important to yeah. his offense. Yeah. You know. But whenever, whenever you use a guy that much, almost historically, you kill him. Yeah. It's just, uh, and that's okay. Seven one three. It's okay for the team, certainly. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, listen, they, they got them. They got within a game of the Super Bowl last year. They're making the playoffs this year. Uh, you do what you got to do, and I mean, running backs are always going to be short term guys. Mm-hmm. So if you get a four year run out of this guy like this, then you should be thrilled. Well, if you remember this off season, Derrick Henry signed a four year deal. Yeah, that takes him to age thirty. Yeah. I think that's that's the smartest thing the Titans could have done. And you know what? They paid him very well. Very well. Four years, like 50 mil. Good for him. Because after that four-year deal, and he's probably going to have some pretty good success over the next four years, and he's going to want more from somebody. If the Titans at that point, don't, no matter how good he does in the next four years, no matter how great he is, the Titans need to do the smart thing and say, no, we're good, man. We're good. We had a good run here. Somebody mentioned Russ Wilson. Yeah. But, but he, yeah. even he's got DK Metcalf now. But I, I, I but he, he went for a long time without it. But I, I would say this. If you get this year and one more year out of Derrick Henry at this level of play, then you're, you're playing with house money. Agreed. Squeeze in a quick call. Because without Derrick Henry, the Titans aren't a playoff team. No. No. Gary. Hi, Fred. Hi, AJ, and hello, Aaron. Hello, hey, uh, Fred, I hope you remember, uh, uh, you're probably not, but a while back, we, I went to the racetrack, and I gave you a Johnny Bauer picture and uh, greatest hockey flights of all time, you know, and uh, I hope you're enjoying it well. Uh, yeah, I do remember. Thank you for that. And, uh, hey, AJ. Yes. Uh you know, thank you for being a, a Bills fan, even though they lost them them Super Bowls. But, you know, that's what it is about being a Bills fan, man. Hey, I'm 63 years old. I live here in Houston. Uh, I, I work. And, and, hey, 
it, it's okay. That's the way you got to be. I know you're not you're you're not uh, hamstrung to a team, but hey, man, it, it is so nice to know we have a good team. And I know we have a good team, but it just seems like that some people don't think we have a good team. But I want to thank you, AJ. And I, I saw you with the bench with uh, on your podcast with. Uh, with John Granado and had your the old time Bill sign, you know, on on your sweatshirt. Oh yeah. But hey, man, stick with it. All it takes is one. That's all I've been asking, man. And I'm 63 years old. I just want one. And I'm telling you, whatever they say about the Buffalo Bills, they are one fun team to watch. And hey, guys, thank you for what you're doing. You keep me laughing and. And have a great holiday season. All right, you too, Gary. Yeah, I hope I hope they get it for you. Yeah, I, I'm not a, uh, you, you know, I I grew up a Bills fan. I still, I mean, I'd rather see the Bills win than not. So I'm I'm I, I but I'm not emotionally invested in them. So when Bills fans who are like the hardest of the hardcores, when they're like, "Oh, you're a Bills fan? Hell yeah, brother!" I'm kind of embarrassed because I'm a phony Bills fan now. Like I used to be pretty pretty heavy into them, but I just. I'm I'm dead on the inside. I'm sports fan dead. You guys have done that to me. The listening audience has done that to me, to be honest. Uh, so I'm happy when they win, but I, I, I'm not like it, it's not as much of a thrill for me. But I, I you know, I, I I think that team's good. I saw somebody in the uh, the chat earlier say they're frauds. I don't know, man. I, I, Josh Allen is the real deal. Like Josh Allen didn't and he didn't even play his best game yesterday. And they dominated the Steelers, which, by the way, I, guy, I'm sure the Steelers' offense was just waiting to turn it on any minute now. The, the, the great Steelers' offense, uh, they were just ready to crank it up. And that defense that's beat up on a bunch of awful offenses, they just had a bad day, I bet. Uh, or the Steelers are just phony and not that good. But they, had a, they have a good record, so they've got to be good, right? They've got a good record. They've got a good record. I was hoping we could get to the second hour before you got into the Steelers. Well, yeah, well, people know. Yeah, um, but no, the, the Bills are a fun team. They're not as good on defense as I thought they would be this year. Uh, but they're also 10-3. and three. Yeah. And to me... And I, the, the defense is picking it up, too. Yeah, it is getting better. And that happens uh, with good teams sometimes. Now, I, it, for me, it's hard to root against the Bills. Just because... I mean, how can you hate the Bills? I mean, they got, the Bills Mafia is fun. They do all kinds of crazy stuff. And they've got some wins that, you know, like they they win against the Steelers. They beat the Seahawks. Uh, they they won at the Raiders. They won at the Dolphins. They beat the Rams. Like, yeah, they've, they've got, got some quality good. wins. They, they lost to the. They got blown out at Tennessee. Bad look. They lost to the Chiefs and they lost to the Cardinals on a, a hail mary. And that, but that you know there was some, you know. Different circumstances. Titans game. That was when the Titans had like two weeks off for the right. COVID, and it was like a Tuesday night game. So you know, I'm will, I'm willing to excuse stuff like that. I, I believe the Bills are good uh, because I, I think they're. They, oh, I say this all the time. If you've got a great coach and a great quarterback, you've got a chance at the Super Bowl. Guess what the Bills have? They both those things. All right, let's take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. 
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. So another uh, another franchise with a name change. Your Cleveland Indians are no more. You surprised by that? Not really. Not in this day and age and not with... You want to hear something crazy? My, my son the other day, or yesterday, was talking about the Washington football team, and he's like, were like the Indians and the Braves going to have to change their names? And I said, no, I don't think so. And maybe like 30 minutes later, that, <laughs> that tweet came up about the Indians having to change their names. I was like, Nice Whoa. job, Dad in sports. <laughs> Damn, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I know the... The Braves have kind of said they're not doing anything, and the 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 Chiefs, same thing. And I, and I don't know at this stage. I don't know how offensive any of those names are. But I mean, this is the world we live in, right? You, you can't name. I mean, it, this is going to be like that stupid movie PCU, where they have what was it, an emu or something that yeah. they had as their mascot. That's what everybody's going to have to have some glorious bird. And you know, it can't be an, an eagle because an, an eagle, you know kills things yeah so does a falcon and a hawk so you're gonna have to be something a pelican yeah you have to be something nice and generic pelicans pelicans eat fish though that's bad it's true so yeah <laughs> the fir trees huh mm, yeah fir trees are nice yeah. right yeah. shrubs yeah the shrubs that's the kind of names you're gonna wind up with um, Brother Bear asks, are these exhibition bouts popular only because of the Rona? The trilogy between Tyson and Holyfield 20 years ago would have been massive. I think people just like seeing the old guys. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's the same reason people go to the Expendables movies. You just kind of want to relive some of your youth. I don't like it, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not anything uh, that I'm all that interested in, but yeah. Um, Crystal here said she had her surgery done with dr linville last week he's really good so, all right good job yeah he's he's the best man um a couple of other things can't wait to see what the dolphins do with houston's pick yeah well they're gonna have uh they're gonna have a good one they are so Getting better uh with the trees you offend the pagans they already had christmas stolen now this when will it end uh, uh Fred, have you tried Tiny Champions Pizza and Edo yet? I have not. That's uh, I think those are the guys that uh, isn't that the Nancy's Hustle guys? I think so. Yeah, I've not. Tried I've heard it. I've heard of it. I haven't. I haven't gone there either. Yeah, we haven't gone. Uh, we really haven't been going out much. Obviously, we went out yesterday after the Texans game just because we wanted to try this place, and it was just kind of fun running into one of our old interns there. But no, I, I I'm sure I will at some point. But uh, since like two of the last, well. Mostly, we used to go on the weekends a lot, but now we're either going camping or we all get together with friends and they all bring food over. So, it's uh, so just haven't been getting out that much. Houston Unicorns is where we're headed. Can we just name every team the Snowflakes? That'd be good. I think that would that would be good. I, or just go to soccer, man. Houston Football Club, Washington FC. I mean. Wait, is it going to be Cleveland baseball team? I bet Cleveland already knows what they're going to be called. Uh, probably. Because they, they, I don't think... Because there wasn't a lot of pressure on them. 
Like the 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 Redskins had pressure. Yeah, and and, that, and they were like, okay, fine, we give in. I don't. I mean, I I know the Indians had pressure to get rid of that uh, Chief Wahoo mascot, and they did. They they went to the, just the the block C on their hats. I don't. I don't remember there being any pressure on them to stop being called the Indians. So, un- like to me, that that tells me that they had something. They've got something picked out already. Like they're yeah. They're not like the Redskins who are just like fine. We give up. We'll be the football team. I think. Uh, I also wonder if another football team, decide, like if somehow the, uh, I don't know, like the if the the. Mm, the, the Buccaneers, if there was like somebody said, oh, pirates are offended by this uh, mascot. Oh, and, I'm offended by porch pirates. Uh, okay. So the Buccaneers have to get rid of their mascot. <laughs> are they now allowed to be called the Tampa Bay football team? Or has Washington, have they trademarked football team? I, I, these are things I want to know. Yeah. I, do we really need team names? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just something we've always done. Fan, it, but, yeah, but yeah, you, you can, can still like you you still buy jerseys that say Washington or Houston. Um, it, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of the soccer teams don't do it. So why not the Boston Celtics? How racist is that mascot? Well, yeah. the Fighting Irish. How about that? Well, Ranger, but then they'll say, "Well, listen, the the Irish community likes these mascots." <laughs> Like that's how, like they just lied about Indians. Like uh, they'll be like, oh, uh, the Indian tribe in our area loves the mascot that we. They love seeing a white guy, a white college kid, get on a horse and throw a spear. They're they're real into that. Come on, <laughs> nobody's into that. Yeah, I uh, I just this this is the society we have, so it's kind of hard for me to get upset about it anymore because this, this is just uh, at some point they'll you know the, the one that. Uh, What's funny is that people who know no history of how the Chicago Blackhawks got their name will sit there, change the Blackhawks. Eh, you might want to go read up on that. Yep. That was that one's actually pretty good. Plus, it's, 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 it's cool. They're honoring somebody. I mean, that's, you know, but that's not, uh, it's not the world we live in, AJ. Nope. So. Vanderbilt better change their name. <laughs> Commodores. That's a, that's a symbol of war. That's true. Maritime war and oppression. Can't do that. That's true. Somebody says the Cowboys, well, they... Cow people. They, cow people, and plus they killed a lot of uh, Native Americans ranchers. back in the day. Just, and, and, and those Cowboys that were in Tombstone, those were bad hombres. Yeah. So, mm. red sash. <laughs> well, bye. Yeah. Um, Vikings is ethnically based. How does that get no pub? Well, Vikings are white. That's true. So that makes it If you're okay. white, it's okay. Yeah. Um, Asset says, yes, we need names. It makes it more interesting. It kind of does because you remember when you'd play video games and they didn't have the rights? Like if you played like a uh, an old football game that didn't have the rights to the team names and it would just be like Oakland versus San Diego and there was no mention of Raiders or Chargers. It was just a team in a generic black costume against a team in a generic blue costume. They're kind of right. Like, if it's just the cities, and it, it, it doesn't, it, yeah, I like I like having team names. I'm I'm for that. Uh, I I don't know. It, it's I I played those games too, and once I got to the game, I didn't care whether it said Raiders yeah. or not. But I mean, the uniforms were black and silver, and the players were the players. So, 
All right, 713-780-ESPN. Real Frodo wants to know, how do you feel about the name Vikings as a white, Fred? Does it, does it offend you? I'm, I'm only half white, so I Why guess don't you I'm, ask me? I'm half offended. AJ is, AJ's like full on. I'm very, very, very white. Yeah. And I'm extremely offended by the Viking nickname. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. We all need to be named. Every team needs to be named after an animal. And there should just be a draft. Like, well, uh, we put all the animal names on the board. Every sports franchise gets to pick one. And if you've got the last pick, oh, sorry, you're the Pittsburgh Woodpeckers. That sucks. But like, uh, Woodpeckers can do a lot of damage to trees, AJ. Danish Ken says, as an actual Viking, I can confirm we are not offended. Okay. So there. Uh, all right, guys, I got to tell you about Pajamagram. You're looking... I'll, I'll say this. You want you want to get something that'll make the wife happy at Christmas time, but you also want to put in minimal effort because that's what dudes do. So pajamagram.com has made it easy because you go to their worldwide internet uh, interweb address and you can find all kinds of pajamas. You want something cozy. You want something sexy. Uh, you want something in the middle. You want something, you know, whatever you want pajama-wise. They've got it covered at pajamagram.com. And here's the, speaking of that minimal effort, you order right now, oh, free gift packaging. They're going to do that for you. They're making your life easier. That's what they're all about. They've got the Tempting Touch BJs the, made with micro velvet, the softest fabric in the entire world, irresistible to wear. They beg to be touched. She's going to love them, and, of course, that means you're going to love them too. Uh, go to pajamagram.com. It's fast. It's easy. Uh, delivery by Christmas guaranteed. That's pajamagram.com. Tell them A.J. Hoffman from ESPN 97.5 sent you. ESPN 97.5.